Hey guys, Andy here. It is uh, episode 30 of the Android Andy UK podcast on the 8th of May 2020, uh, recording in Barnet, London. And I'm going to start off with just a bit of a plug for my Patreon uh, channel. If you're listening to this, hopefully that means you, you're quite a committed fan of my content and my work. Um, and I would just ask you have a look at patreon.com slash AAUK. Um, because basically, I have got some hardware to talk about this month, but it's the first time in quite a while. And it's made me realize, you know, people obviously love when I get hardware and do videos about them. Uh, the views are really up on my channel, but unfortunately, the, the channel does not generate much money. I'll tell you now, it's kind of £120 a month, perhaps, which obviously is great, and it does allow me to buy some bits and pieces, but not a huge amount, really. Um, so just consider if I could get... I mean, I've only got, I think, one or two Patreons at the moment, about $4 a month. But if that was a bit more, you know, if I had sort of, in total, four or 500 coming each month, I could guarantee a new device each month, which I think would be great for everybody. Um so just yeah have a think about it have a look and do consider it but moving on to the actual content of the podcast um, as i say there's a few things going on so we are in the middle of well i say in the middle of we're perhaps nearing the end of the uk lockdown i don't know i think i don't i think there's gonna be an announcement perhaps this weekend and they're going to be monitoring the situation and sort of uh judging it every couple of weeks um but uh i know myself and my mate tom we took a ride a cycle ride into central london today uh, thinking that the lockdown might be ending soon and let's make the most of the quiet roads and I mean it's just a, a route you generally would not be able to ride with the amount of traffic there would be about so uh, that was quite fun but yeah the lockdown's brought around a few things that you didn't really think about I know I didn't initially think about haircuts um, but a few weeks in I realised you know, I, I quite like having short, neat hair and it was already you know a, a couple of weeks into the lockdown I was starting to get a bit itchy with uh, how my hair was looking so I thought I'm going to have to cut it myself um, and I thought if nothing else I thought it might make an interesting video and, and I think it did so there's a there's a vlog um, video from a few weeks back of me cutting my hair and honest to god scariest thing I've done in years um, and in fact when I went so after this video I got I actually got proper hair clippers because one of the big problems was I was using beard trimmers just I'm just so impatient I really should learn to be more patient um, and the beard trimmers were not a good idea because you could push through quite a thick long bit of hair so sometimes it just wouldn't really cut anything and then you'd push through a few more times and all of a sudden it would cut and you oh, oh okay you, you're cutting this time and then you, you have a go at the next bit and again you're pushing through a few times until it finally does it um so you didn't really it felt a little bit random basically um but i did buy some proper hair clippers after that uh, which are quite hard to get hold of now actually because obviously everybody doing the same thing it's the same idea and uh, I was trying to have a neaten up like a week or two after I'd initially cut them. And I, and I did do the classic, I had the wrong guard on and cut the back of my hair way shorter than I meant to. And it, oh my God, the feeling you get in your stomach when you say, what have I just done? And as it goes, it wasn't too bad. Because as I say, I don't mind short hair, so I just did the same length all the way around. The top was still okay um, and rocked it. No one really sort of said anything, no one really noticed. Um, I think it looked all right. So... Uh, but yeah, check that video out if you haven't seen it. I've kind of, all through the lockdown, I keep thinking I might do a vlog sort of about the lockdown. And 
there's a little bit to talk about and I can show some of my home workout routine and things like that but I don't really know if there's enough content for it maybe, I don't know maybe I should but so uh, yeah home workouts I got myself a chin up bar again luckily quite early on because Amazon's pricing algorithm is pretty aggressive when it realises that the demand increases so, so this uh, chin up bar I think was normally £20 and I clocked it when it was £30 and I got the order in and it came a few days later brilliant and I looked at it maybe it was a week later and it got up to £60 from £20 I mean the profit gouging quite frankly is uh, is a bit scary at the same time I get it if the demand is 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 there and we'll pay that money then I mean fair play I guess I guess but I mean they're only going to sell out in a split second if it's at the normal price I suppose but at the same time I've been trying to find dumbbells I mean they're basically sold out and when they do come back in stock they're gone in seconds if you go on ebay they're at crazy money um i mean even one website i did place an order for two pairs so two sets um 14 kilo and 18 kilo and i was paying 250 and at the time i thought oh i'm just gonna do it I, it'd be quite nice to have a bit because i've got one set of dumbbells but they're only 10 kilos which isn't great um so I placed the order and then a few days later i thought oh, it doesn't look like they're coming you know if they've been coming straight away fair enough but yeah i don't know i guess they, they might be out of stock and wait until goodness knows when so I emailed asking to cancel, I had no reply, I emailed again. It's been a week now since I emailed asking to cancel, no response. I've just gone to PayPal and raised a dispute with them and tried to claim it back that way. Anyway, that's the home workhouse. Um, but yeah, honestly, I'm actually really enjoying the lockdown. I know it's a, it's a very different experience for different people. Um, but I'm, my, my routine is much the same, but slightly better, if that makes a sense. So I'm still going to work. I'm still cycling. I'm still playing overwatch in the evening with my mates that's generally what i did when it wasn't locked down but the difference being when i go out cycling the roads are nice and quiet and peaceful generally um, which is lovely and actually i've got the flat to myself so for those that don't know i live with my brother we bought a flat together because because london um and expensive and all that but he's in lockdown with his girlfriend in cambridge so i get the flat to myself and actually i really enjoy having the flat to myself it's really nice being able to do whatever you want whenever you want wherever you want um so yeah i'm, I'm actually really enjoying the lockdown um i'd like to know what you're thinking let me know in the forums uh, how what your sort of lockdown experience is like anyway let's move on to actual sort of android stuff and the hardware so I bought three phones over a period of a, of a week and a half or so, perhaps, and then basically they all arrived at about the same time. So the OnePlus 8 Pro uh, was released, and I bought it direct from OnePlus 8. A bit of a tip, I suppose, for, you know, I'm, I'm assuming there's not many people who listen to this podcast based uh, compared to who watch my videos. And I didn't really want to say in the video, but I got a discount on the OnePlus 8 Pro by purchasing an edu email address on ebay for like 90p um, and using that email address to get a student discount of five percent from oneplus now i don't know ethically or morally i'm not quite sure what you might think of that um and i guess i'm sort of i don't know i'm cheating a bit i suppose but uh, at the same time well, why not? I spent 90p to save 40 quid. Um, but the OnePlus 8 Pro, so the actual device, really impressive. I suppose the first thing is the size difference from that to my Pixel 4. Going back up to the big bulky phones, it does, I kind of, I don't like the bulk. I really don't like the bulk. At the same time, I really like the screen size. So obviously you can't really have one without the other. Um, but I do love the screen size, the screen itself, and watching videos and things on that is a much nicer experience. Um, but the phone itself, 
the big difference I think is just the camera OnePlus kind of traditionally uh, their weak point has been the cameras but this is a really impressive camera they've got in the OnePlus 8 Pro uh, I did a comparison between the OnePlus 8 Pro and the Pixel 4 and people myself included were really surprised I did like a blind taste test so to speak photos from from phone A photos from phone B which is which and I think almost everyone will have got it wrong because the OnePlus 8 Pro photo looked a lot better than the Pixel 4 which you know who would have believed so that is I mean that's fantastic news for OnePlus fans um, and, I, and I do think it's possibly going to be my new daily um, my main sim has gone back into that for the moment rather than the Pixel 4 although I don't know it's one of them things where I'm kind of not entirely decided I'm just going with what was the most recently updated and you know recently used which is back to the one plus eight pro we'll see we'll see uh more more interestingly then i also bought my first iphone well from new so i have bought i think i bought an iphone 6 about two years back when i was coding and i was learning to code in swift and it was just handy to have an iphone that i could test apps on but I didn't ever use it as my daily. I didn't try and use it as a sort of uh, an actual phone. But I bought the iPhone SE 2020 because an iPhone at £419, I mean, that's that's interesting. I honestly never thought Apple would bring a device out in that price bracket. Um, and obviously, a lot of people saying a lot of great things about it. I thought, well, actually, this is sort of some competition for mid-range, mid-range Android devices. I wouldn't mind checking it out and actually seeing how it performs. And to be honest, it does perform pretty well. So as you might expect, the build quality is fantastic. Um, the performance of the device generally is really very good because the A13 Bionic chipset is very good. And obviously iOS is well optimized. Um, the screen looks okay, but I found, I mean, it's quite small, there's massive bezels, and it really wasn't very sensitive. I've, I've never had so many sort of touch issues. Even on a budget Android, it's kind of weird. Um, there were a few times I'd be tapping away multiple times trying to select something, and nothing was really happening. But at the same time, taps didn't seem to be that accurate to me. Again, I've never had the problem on Android devices, but I would tap something and actually register the tap slightly above, in my opinion. So I'd try and tap on a word in a block of text, and it the cursor appeared the line above it, for example, which might be why sometimes I was trying to tap an OK or a tick or a next or whatever, and nothing was really happening because it registered it being slightly above. I don't know. And if that's a calibration issue, I'm not sure. If it's just a cheap screen, I don't entirely know. But that's the only real issue. Well, that and the battery performance. Wow. The battery, re- I mean, even compared to my Pixel 4, the battery is bad. So I would finish a shift. I'd wake up at 6, the phone would come off charge. While it's charging, I might point out, and I would use it through the day at work, maybe two hours screen on time you know so i'm a massive heavy user and i would get home from work at about five and i'd be somewhere in the 20s of percent you know maybe 24 percent or something um i might still go out for a ride i might pull it in for a little while to charge another 10 percent back in before i go for a ride but i mean it was dicey if it wasn't locked down you were going out places after work i would be a bit concerned um, as for ios i did a whole separate video on ios because again i've never really used it as a daily operating system so i thought that might be quite interesting for other sort of android users that haven't ever used ios um and i thought it was quite interesting i kind of grew to like it if i'm very honest and i know some people might think oh you traitor this thing i don't see things that way i don't i like to try and be unbiased and as much as i don't like apple and how they operate as in they will lock things in they will dictate things to you um i'm not 
you know, if I like, if something's good, if there's some good features like the control center I really actually quite like, then I'm just going to say that I quite like it. I'm not going to try and squash those feelings and thoughts because I think it's traitorous to Android. Um, and actually, at the end of it, my sort of takeaway is that iOS is just different. It's not worse or better than Android. It's just different. And when you start getting used to the way it is, then, you know, then it th- works for you. I mean, okay, If honestly, if you ask me which is better, I would still say Android is better because there were certain things that I didn't like within iOS. Like, it was quite aggressive with its RAM management and shutting apps down and things like that. Um and I mean, notifications definitely are better on Android. I still believe, but it's still, you know, it just does things a different way. I just don't like as much the way that it does it. Um, but yeah, if I, I don't know, I mean, it's not going to happen. But if Android just vanished off the face of the earth and I had to buy the iPhone 12 when it came out and use that for my daily, I, I would be okay with that. I think it's you know, it it's just different. That's simple as that. Um, I do have the Mi Note 10 in hand at the moment but uh, I've not done the review video for that I'm just using that at the moment so we'll save that for the next podcast or obviously you'll see the video I'm sure if you're a subscriber I've also today taken delivery of a lock picking kit with some sample or a sample lock I've got some more sample locks on their way I've seen it before like it's a bit of a hobby that people do um, and it's kind of intrigued me just the I don't know just the ability to pick a lock and get into something you're not supposed to get into I suppose and that it could actually have some practical value not in a dishonest way but wouldn't don't think i would do that but um i think it just seems like an interesting hobby really so i've got a lot of picking kits has arrived look out for a video on those lines um on sort of a beginner's guide maybe i don't know we'll see. i've not even tried it just yet so that could be fun um and then i thought i want to try and keep my tv and movie section the last two podcasts have mainly been tv and movies so i didn't want to talk too much but i thought i'd pick out maybe just some of the better shows or movies that i've watched in the last month or so um and if we start with sneaky pete there's been three seasons of sneaky pete it's currently on amazon and um it it's it stars phoebe's brother if you're a fan, friends fan you will remember phoebe's weird brother he is sneaky pete in that he's a con man he takes on someone else's identity as he comes out of prison um essentially to manage to stay alive and it's it's kind of weird in that so i'm i find dishonesty quite uncomfortable if that makes sense um so when you're watching a tv show based around a main character who i guess is supposed to be the good guy that generally is just lying to everybody about things it's a little bit uncomfortable for me even though i know it's a tv show and this and the other um but at the same time generally it's a pretty good story there are a few likable characters in there it's generally well acted and well shot um and i would say i would say yeah it's worth it is worth a look um i also watched a uk show called happy valley which again i think it was on my radar a while back and i've only just got around now i'm sort of catching up with other shows so looking for new things to watch um and i guess if you like things like bodyguard and luther it's not too far removed from those i suppose but it's a is she york is she from yorkshire policewoman um just sort of on all the things that go on in her town and some i don't know you know i don't want to say too much but yeah good storyline really well acted quite dramatic only six episodes a season so there's only 12 episodes in all so it doesn't take too long to get through the about 50 minutes per episode i think maybe an hour um and yeah just just good viewing definitely recommended and i've literally the well yeah a few days ago watched the final ever episode of homeland um which was the last episode of season eight 
and I think for me season eight is a return to form for Homeland, Homeland. so the first season of Homeland you could make an argument it's one of the better seasons of TV there has ever been in my opinion so tense that I think it was the ninth episode one of the best episodes of TV you will see again in my opinion um, because the tension was just ridiculous so well acted so well shot just so tense the I can't remember exactly where it happened so I think the second and third scenes were generally okay or pretty good and then it started tailing off a bit as it got a bit more about Carrie and her mental issues and her family and it just wasn't as interesting if I'm very honest um but I think they kind of picked up a bit on that and season eight was just back to good old fashioned sort of spy networking and tension and and all of that and oh just fantastic the last episode again really i mean i wouldn't put it up there as the best episode but just really very very good and the overall ending i would say generally was very good which to me is really important when you're assessing how good an actual tv show is if it can be well yeah it could it could game of thrones it so it could be amazing 80 percent of the way through and then just really tail off at the end uh, and that kind of spoils it for me in a lot of ways which is why i'm not is it Dexter or is it um, was it Fringe? Dexter I think the one that everyone is kind of the classically well apart from Game of Thrones now classically quoted as the bad ending like the last season being terrible uh, so I've just not watched it I think it's Dexter but whatever um, but yeah Homeland really good final season I would recommend it if you haven't seen it check it out it is a very good TV show um, so I think that's everything for me for now as I said please have a look at patreon.com slash AAUK and see uh, have a think about it or just head to buymeacoffee.com slash AAUK you can do a one time donation just a bit of anything financially aiding the channel would be really appreciated um, that's it for now though my name's Andy I will catch you all again soon <laughs>